0: Welcome to the Custodial Arts Podcast, where real janitors discuss art, music, sports, and pop culture. So this is our first episode. Uh, the idea was to bring on local artists to the show, um, get them to talk about their craft, possibly uh, reminisce about some some good times, some art, some music. But uh, we made the criteria a little more elite. You have to be not only a local artist, but you also have to have worked in the custodial field at some point to be on this podcast. So uh, l- let me introduce from a uh, Cleveland band, The Jobs. I got uh, Tom Hewin and Trevor Meyer here. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Happy to be here. So, guys, we've all, we've all been janitors in the past. We still
1: maybe be at, a, at our own home here, but yes, um, I served as a janitor from the summer of uh, 2005. American janitors. That's it. Yeah, I put in uh, two summers as a janitor, uh, two separate schools, different crews, different personalities to navigate. Um, very impactful job. I mean, definitely changed and shaped a lot of my values as a man.
0: So what do you think the, the hardest thing about being a janitor is? Well, you know, I think there's a lot of repetition to the work,
1: which can be challenging. And, you know, in the beginning of the summer, you're a little bit overwhelmed about, you know, the, the entirety of what you have to do. I have to clean this entire school, every classroom, every hallway, every, every piece of gum that's on a locker.
0: You know? So much gum. <laughs> gum <laughs> under all the desks. You yeah. had to learn how to use a putty knife, let me tell you. I
1: just remember a time that I uh, collected the gum for the entire what? summer. Oh, I do remember I this. literally weighed the <laughs> gumball. It was probably the size of a small basketball. So Tom
0: built a giant gumball out of all the gum he collected all summer under from under desks.
1: Collected it. I, I took it to the principal's office, and he said, this is possibly the strangest but coolest thing I've ever seen from a janitor. <laughs> And that that meant a lot to me. Yeah, it meant a lot. And you're you're doing all this work and you're thinking I'm doing you know the right thing here but all that work is going to get undone in about a week. What's those damn kids? Come <laughs> so, back. So yeah. you're just you're just doing a job that's going to get unraveled in a, in a matter of minutes. I remember a time that we were tasked to clean was it 2000 lockers? something like wow. that, 1500 lockers and uh, lockers we, we clean them all, and we literally clean them very well. We clean them in, in three days. The head janitor comes over to us. We, apparently, we got it done a little too fast. Ooh. And so, um, you, yeah. yeah. said, boys, this is not up, up to par. Do it again. Wow. Yeah, you know, it, it, a lot of the schools change, you know, sort of your attack in, in the way you visualize completion, right? And, you know, sometimes the crews were a little thin, and you had to find ways to, to band together because you get a little down. It's the summer; you're thinking about going to the Roxino, and you'll go to Applebee's. Oh yeah, half price apps, right? I'm not sitting ten. A, wait to just get out and spend that hard-earned money that I was making.
0: We had to get up what seven a.m. Be there at seven. Was that the shift? No. Oh, 7 to three. <sighs> Every day. You
1: guys got a pension check at all? <laughs> Have you ever seen how oh, much? Oh, was was a janitor's pension fund? I, I like. literally checked it the other day. I had thirty dollars in my wow, pension. Wow,
0: where are you gonna spend
1: that? <laughs> I can't. I can't withdraw it yet. That's the oh, issue. i <laughs> <laughs> I used to. I get so excited for that 80 hour paycheck to come through. And then I, after taxes, I, would, I cleared about $29 <laughs> for, the, for, the, for the pay period. So, you know, do the math. It's about what 50, 57 bucks for the month. Oh, yeah. Fills a tank of gas or two, right? Yeah.
0: You know, you live with a few people, maybe four or five people.
1: Steve, do you remember that time that we, <laughs> we, were, <laughs> we were tasked to clean the entire gymnasium? Oh, wow. And we said, you know what? we're not going to do a damn piece of work until we make a full court shot.
0: So we had a coworker. His name was Dante <laughs> and Dante, he, he was not great at basketball, but he had a lot of determination. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And we said, Dante, until you make a full court shot, none of no one cleans the rest of the day. <laughs> and he tried all day. Took god took two him. and a half days and then somebody made it. <laughs> You guys were just trying to
1: expand his horizons and that's respectable. We, we were milking
0: that hourly paycheck there.
1: I had a manager, uh, Doug, you know, <laughs> I had a summer, summer with Doug, and whew, I mean, it was a lot of pride. And he had a, one of those cagey personalities. You never knew what you're gonna get coming into work. But there was definitely some pride when that guy gave you a pat on the shoulder and said, job yeah, well done. So, you know, and there were other days where it was, this isn't good enough. <laughs> that was tough too. But again, you know you gotta go through those bumps and bruises as a kid and learn learn your work ethic and values. There was there's one kind lady. She uh, she let me escape for the day. She said, Alright, Tom, you got you got mail duty. So I got to go down to the middle school, and I got to try to see Dobrinich if he was nice. if he was down there. Our buddy Dobrinich, old Dobrinich. And uh, so I go down there. I have this package, and I'm holding it, and I walk up, and I couldn't find anybody, nobody. I look around. It's the the halls are dark. Couldn't find Dobrinich. Oh no! All of a sudden, I see this mustache man. Oh god! His name was Dale. No. Oh. Dale comes over, looks at the package. I said, "Hi, I'm here to deliver a package." He says, "Who the hell are you?" Oh, man. Like, i like, I work at the high school, he's like, get the hell out. No. I, right, it was territorial, right? It, it wasn't just, it wasn't a cohesive. He used to be at the high school, you know, before right. the uh, right. the incident. <laughs> Middle school and high school was like bulls and calves in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're going to get there. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, but... that's
0: a uh, janitor's life is much like the 90s.
1: just never ways. knew. So...
0: God, it takes me back.
2: I
1: remember uh, Revenge <laughs> of the Sith just came out. Wow. Two thousand that around 05 uh, and we were putting in uh, new light fixtures in the cafeteria and <laughs> one of the one of our co-workers intentionally fell off the scaffold oh and, just to get a workers comp claim in and until he figured out that you couldn't do that and we started having lightsaber duels with the uh, oh my God. incandescent light bulbs nice it lasted for about 14 seconds and and they shattered they had they had about enough of that so man, right with the janitor broom wars that oh we had. yeah we battled we'd on go, top of the pit yeah we're going to the, orchestra, go the pit. orchestra pit we were literally like it's a it's a pretty big drop well, with like dangerous feet, yeah. nine feet down and uh we'd have janitor battles and the, the strongest janitor would always you know win be the victor and, yeah, be the one still down. standing and a
0: few casualties I mean, what's a Jedi, really, but a space janitor? <laughs> right. Same code. Yeah. It's the code of the janitor. Devote your
1: life to the, the force. To the people. Right. Family feud, that's another thing. See, the high school, we were lucky because we had air-conditioned. We had TVs. <laughs> every room had a TV. Every room had an air-conditioned. And uh, didn't have that at where I was working.
2: <laughs>
1: every day at 10 a.m., we turn on Family Feud. And, uh, who was the host back then in
0: uh, was it uh, Al Borland? From, was it Al Borland from Richard Karn from uh, oh, yeah. TV's Home Improvement? I Dude. believe he was the host then before Steve Harvey. You know,
1: I heard some bad news about Steve Harvey. Oh no! Yeah, he was arrested just this week. Actually, he's in really? Cleveland's own No. Yeah, apparently uh, him and his wife—it was domestic violence. Apparently,
0: there was a family feud. Zing! You got us. <laughs> you her. got us, Tom. <laughs> So guys, I have some uh, some janitor quotes. A uh, so famous janitor, mm-hmm. uh, Neil Flynn from TV <laughs> Scrubs, if you remember him. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, play- he played a janitor. <laughs> so I got some quotes from him here yeah. about being a janitor. So he said, uh, mm, "The ammonia, it starts to seep into your brain and make you feel violent and angry."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really that. that's yeah. a very true thing it's almost uh, yeah. like chemistry like yeah, you right. go in there you have the red bottle the blue bottle the purple bottle you can't mix them I've tried before and I got yeah you're, you can only scrape shoe marks off of bathroom walls for so long until it gets frustrating and they <laughs> yeah. just keep reappearing you just, and you, it's you, a rage you, that builds right. up in you breaking putty knives on frozen <laughs> gum you know these you'd be astonished at what these kids do
0: so here's another quote <laughs> We haven't fixed our asbestos problem from the '80s, and some of the toilets flush upwards. But the floors are so clean you can eat off of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we. I had, mean, they
0: buffed the floors. Do you remember that
1: VHS movie they made us watch our first day? It was like orientation. And oh my gosh. Oh there my was God. literally these dudes like pulling asbestos, just like they were just walking like in the school, and the asbestos was like sticking to them. And they're like, "This, this modern technology will prevent fires." Oh, Wow.
0: Well, I that? mean. Yeah, wasn't that always a problem? Like, none of the schools removed the asbestos. Right. Like, well, they nobody talk the, about the asbestos. The summer crew was really brought in. The
1: summer, the summer janitors really were brought in for the, the dirty work. You know, it was, oh, yeah. you were getting put in the high risk asbestos areas. Mm-hmm. You were the ones cleaning the gunk under the refrigerators and you know in the science labs where you know awful things happened. Um, you were the you were the grunts. You had to pull the weight. You know, there's a janitor hierarchy. It's, it's something that a lot of people don't understand. What's, what's one thing though you guys would say that, that you're most proud of about being a janitor? That's tough. Like one, one accomplishment that you've you did during your time? I think sleeping probably five
0: hours out of the day. There there was a uh, a foreign <laughs> a foreign janitor named Nada. Her and her husband Vuka oh, worked yep, together. Nada and Vuka. I was once uh yep. was cleaning underneath the desk for like about an hour and she came up to me and she's like, You lazy man, you lazy man. <laughs> All you do is lay. <laughs> so I remember laying with a
1: broom and uh, she said, No broom. No broom for you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I remember setting up uh, soap snakes I used to come <laughs> where you'd rig the the soap up in the water so the second somebody turned the boss on it would snake all over the yeah. closet. oh yeah yep My, that didn't make people very happy but you gotta do that kind of stuff when you're trying to
0: survive as a janitor for sure so I want to talk about another uh, famous 90s janitor actually uh, Will Hunting Oh, oh Played by Matt Damon Yeah, yeah. Real, Really Is that Elliot Smith song During that movie Good Will I Yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, he
1: goes, I is I think Angelus is in there Yeah yeah uh, Or Miss Misery or maybe, Yeah Maybe both I think both Great songs in there. Yeah I love I mean man I think they play Elliot Smith At the end of the credits Yeah um, And you know Elliot Smith had just come out With his self-titled album In 95 Right He yeah. was He was He uh, I think it was the second album. He was in Heatmiser before right. his own. Yeah. Yeah. You ever listen to Heat Miser? Yeah, Plain Clothes, man. It's good song. I haven't li- really listened to him much, but Elliot Smith was... Uh, I don't know if people really realize what that guy was doing on the guitar. I mean, you try to learn one of his songs, it's like translating hieroglyphics. Right. I mean, it's really right. complicated. It, and his piano. Like, eventually yep. down the road, he started playing piano. Really talented musician. You know, the Beatles were, like, his his top you know out of out of all yeah. artists he said that's his biggest influence and obviously a lot of bands have that as, as their influence but yeah. i think for him you can clearly hear that whisper singing that's why he's mm-hmm. beautiful you know um i think i hear like here there and everywhere is a song that i just connects to elliot smith like the Beatles, you know if you're talking the beatles i think that's like that song just reminds me Of him so much and he covered uh, Because From the White album Yeah Nice Yeah it sounded Amazing. great It was all a cappella. Amazing song
2: mm-hmm. It's
1: too bad What happened to him Well nobody really knows Right Yeah. You know? One of
0: those Unsolved mysteries Yeah yep. M- Music mysteries think What else happened they- in 95 Well yeah That's uh That's gonna be our topic So uh We're gonna We're gonna dive in We'll take a Let's take a little break We've uh We've uh, sponged out the the janitor life, and uh, yeah, we, we're gonna we're gonna be talking the year nineteen ninety five sports, music, pop culture. Um, yeah, we're gonna try and take a take a little trip down memory lane and see what what a few old janitors can uh, think of. <laughs> if the, uh, what a year! Yeah, if the ammonia didn't seep into our brain too That's much. Right, what a year! So uh, let's do this. Let's talk ninety five when we come back. All right, so we're back here on the Custodial Arts Podcast, and we're talking 1995. Uh, great year for music, sports, art. Being a kid. Being a kid. We it's were great. all, what, eight years old? Eight years old, yeah. That's, a, that's yep. right in the pocket. Nickelodeon was in its all prime. Right. We were watching uh, it all the time. Not this household
1: yet. What? Yeah, no cable in my house. no, I no mean, cable. mean, eight is such a – that's an age where – you're just in the golden era, right? You don't have to work. You're not expected to work. No, no, you know, you're not in a relationship or anything. Speak for yourself. You've got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got friendships, right? Yeah. But they're pretty low maintenance. Yeah, low, pretty solvable friendships. So, yeah, that that is whew. what is that third grade? Yeah, second grade, second to third, yeah. third yeah. somewhere third. in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. depending on yeah. Mrs. Nixon, like right, Highland Drive. I had yeah. a, Mrs. Renninger. I had third a third sister Rosemary. She was a no. Oh, North. oh wow, about, yeah. yeah, right is it true about the knuckle slapping
0: Um, uh never happened to us i feel like it happened back in the day probably but not in the 90s all right all right no knuckles more advanced at that point at that point we were making some progress that's good but uh we still we still said the rosary uh we went to visit the nun's convent i remember you have to like rub any feet or anything did you uh, not wash feet not rub feet (laughs) Uh, I remember I brought in a Nintendo Power magazine for show and tell once. Nice. And they told me, uh, told me get that out, get that weak <laughs> stuff out of here. <laughs> that so, Bowser looks like the yeah, devil. I was so pumped to show everybody Mario and Darkwing Duck on NES. I had that game. <laughs> oh, Darkwing. Great cartoon. Great game. Great game. But so 1995, when I think of that year, when I hear that year in my head, the first thing I think of is the Cleveland Indians. Oh, yeah. And we grew up in Cleveland, so obviously not everyone's oh, yeah. going to think of the Cleveland Indians, but as far as I think things are concerned for us. Jacobs Field was what, 94? Yeah, that opened the year for yeah. President uh, Bill Clinton. The Browns threw were out the ready, first about pitch. to
1: go. The Browns are gone. And right. That's all we had the big in terms of Stadium. The Cavs yeah. were.
0: The Cavs so were subpar. Yeah, they were so So Subpar. And the Indians had not been good for like 50 years at that point. Mm-hmm. Last time they were in the World Series was 54. 1954. Against the Giants and Willie Mays. Yeah. Which, I mean, good luck. So 40, right. So it's been like 40 years at that point since they've been in the World Series.
1: I think Willie Mays could play every position oh, at the same time. So good. Yeah, he's a vacuum out there.
0: But the Indians that year, we had Kenny Lofton, who was kind of like a, a a young, new hip version of Willie Mays. Right, yeah, right, we, right. we got him from the
1: Astros, yeah. I think. And then, uh, you know what? He had the combination of speed and and contact. Like he had, I think, a three oh eight batting average, ninety five. Tr- Lofton. Played fifty four stolen bases. Yeah, yeah. we're in, we'll spend a little time on Kenny Lofton. Yeah, Lofton. He's played in one hundred eighteen games. He had one hundred forty nine hits. He scored ninety three runs. He batted three ten, and he led the AL with thirteen triples.
2: Thirteen triples wow. in a
1: season. Fifty four stolen bases. I mean, that's that's, that's, that's Ricky guy. Henderson. That's he has some speed. Yeah. That was probably one of his best years, as far as
0: fifth year yeah. leading the league in consecutive stolen bases. Wow. And he and he made that count in the playoffs you know, against Randy Johnson. Right. He stole some right. base, a big, right. big game six in the LCS. Yeah, he was pushing the envelope. He he came he came around from second base and got home. Yeah, on a on a overthrow on a wild pitch. Yeah. He- you guys played ball in the 90s, right? Oh, like, I, played, I, yeah, played so ball. Right I played So,
1: literally, I played center field, right and I wore my my hat, like, so Can't when go. I would run, my hat nice. would fly off my head. Oh, dear. And, and occasionally... Because you were so fast. Right. Well, yeah, I wanted to be like Kenny Lofton, but I remember I was a righty, but I would occasionally bat lefty just to see if I could bunt. Nice. And then just run down the line. And I remember I saw Lofton steal home once, and that next day... I had a game and I was on third base and I stole home and I, I scored. That's, that's awesome. amazing. One right. of the coolest that's where, things. That's where Good sports job, becomes, you know, art imitating life. Right. right? Because right, it's inspirational. Young Tommy Hewitt, he's at third base. Third base coach is saying, "Don't do it, Tommy. Yeah. Don't do it."
0: No, I got to transform. Right. Rest. Right. I got to. I got to. He transform. thought about a game that he watched where he saw Kenyon Lofton steal home. This is more than a game. That Sandlot, Sandlot kind of. Yeah, this
1: is more it. than a game. Put that on a T-shirt. More than a game. But Lofton, did you guys know he also had a gold glove that year? He like, was so So sad. a lot of people don't think about Lofton as the defensive player. He, you know, oh, He as, was fantastic. He, he was an offensive, versatile guy.
0: He was also a base. college he basketball
1: player in Arizona. He? he
0: played with Steve Kerr, actually. Yeah. yeah.
1: Nice. Yeah. yeah. They yep. played together. Was what, crazy. what did we have? Had had a shooting
0: guard? Point was guard? Was point I
1: point I guard. He was point guard. Yeah. 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 And we had, um, so we had Manny in right field. Is that right? Manny, yeah, man, yeah, Manny. Manny, they called him the young bull.
0: Yeah.
1: He had uh, 31 home runs that year. 85 runs, batted 107. Was that the year that Dennis hit the, the home oh, run? Oh, he hit guys. the home run off of Grand slam. Grand
0: slam. 31 31 home homers. Yeah. And and Dennis Eckersley mouthed the word "wow" afterwards. He walked off the game. Unbelievable. Yeah, and,
1: and if you the... if you can get just past the intimidation factor of Eckersley's mullet, <laughs> just, right? You're walking up to the plate. Here's this raging '80s rock band mullet. Oh, he looked like my dad. dad. Yeah, right from oh, yeah. college. That mustache. If you're not intimidated by that, yeah. And Manny didn't his give a young sh- Ramirez rolls up, just crushes it, it. Takes him deep, and Eckersley knew it. And he'd, yeah. he'd, Manny might be the best hitter I've ever seen. Him and Manny, and, uh, yeah. He's a dude in uh, Detroit now. Oh, Cabrera. Cabrera. Yeah, Cabrera. He yeah. was really good. He's he not. was like a Cabrera. Yeah.
0: But Manny, in his heyday on the Indians, like He's great. right before he left the Indians, late nineties, he was a mm-hmm. dominant, unbelievable, leader. like so mm-hmm. good. unbelievable. Yeah. I remember yeah. Albert Bell
1: that I tuned in. We were down. It was like ten to one, and it was I think it was like the fifth inning or something ridiculous. And I tuned back in. I'm like. They're not gonna. They're they're gonna come back. Right. Like, we didn't have the pitching, but we had the hitting, and they they came back and won. It was
0: like twenty to ten, something Man. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So that that ninety five Indians lineup. So eight of the nine guys in that lineup hit three hundred or better. That's unbelievable. How they many mean,
1: Hall of Famers do you have out of that? I mean, like, not just on the Indians, like mean, at least to, you like, know, Oral Tommy Hershiser, Tommy, Eddie sure, Murray. Yeah. Like you had those guys, tomy Viscal, Paul Sereno, Carlos Berga, Jim Tomey, Omar Viscal, Albert Bell, Kenny Lofton, Manny Ramirez, Eddie Murray. 5,000 yeah. hits. I, I love Eddie that. Murray oh as God, a kid. Yeah. Because Eddie Murray is about the only professional baseball player that didn't wear batting gloves. <laughs> he just did he just was too hard-nosed for batting gloves. He didn't need them. And then you'd watch him catch a foul ball the wrong yeah. way. He just grit his teeth. Oh well, yeah. Where these these Nancy's today they have you know, they gotta have airbags on their hands, but Murray back in the day, yeah. he didn't need batting gloves. No. He just yeah. he'd get bean and he'd just shake it off and smile, walk to first base. Fine. Carl Weathers looked a lot like Eddie Murray. I, I don't know if you yeah, remember that. Yeah, I but can like see that. dude, he had the same mustache. Carl Weathers and Predator. Sure. Carl Weathers Rocky. Four or yeah. three, four. He dies in four. He does. In three. He's like, yeah.
0: Living in America. <laughs> right,
1: right. Yeah. Weathers, man. He he was ripped for Rocky three. <laughs> Guy worked out. He did. And that's a, you know, I think being ripped in the nineties is something that's uh, hmm. underrated and underappreciated. It was way harder. It's way harder. harder. Way. <laughs> you were doing it the old school way. Mm-hmm. You know, you weren't juicing up yeah. as much as they do now <laughs> using all these fitness apps and. <laughs> You know, creatine and all that garbage. Right. You're, you're straight up good old fashioned barbells. Steroids. You're in a gym that's dusty. You've got Power Rock on, and that's Marky Mark like, going just.
0: right old He's right. in a factory or something, just doing dips. So we're thinking lifting weights. We're thinking steroids. I'm thinking Albert Bell. Oh man, was
1: yeah. So he's <laughs> Yeah, and that's you know, you think Albert Bell would have learned his lesson from the WWF steroid trial in '94? Right, where Vince McMahon faced some serious heat for uh, allegedly doling out steroids to his wrestlers, at least looking the other way. And you know, Hogan got out of there in ninety three and then all of a sudden he got this steroid problem. And then now in the MLB, it's steroids are coming to light. Albert Bell. Not only not only the uh, the steroids, but so, I mean the steroids are big. But the cork, bats. cork in the Bat. Mm. Cork in the yeah. Bats uppercutting Joey Cora. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, Bell had some yeah. he had some rage. Dude. Internal rage there. But he was a hell of a he finished West. second in the uh, AL MVP awards sure. that year. 95. So what? 50 home runs. Fifty home runs, fifty doubles. Man, He could play ball. Yeah. What happened Three eighteen batting average. Dude, I don't tra- know. We should look him up. Did he get traded? It was an or? Albert Balkan. He candy went to Chicago, ball. I remember that. The White Sox. Yeah, after
0: he left for the White Sox, and uh, Cleveland never forgave him. He went and he left for the money, and yeah. every time he'd come back, they'd chant Joey. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got All-Star Baseball 99 and 64. Nice. It sucks. It sucks, yeah. nice. So what, what was the deal with Joey? Was that... I'm not sure until the 1990s he was known as Joey Bell. His middle name is Joe Juan. Yeah, yeah. Joe Juan. I, you know, I could be saying that wrong, but I got a few baseball cards that say Joey Bell. Joey Joey Bell. Bell. Yeah, right. And then he made the change, and you know, '95 he just took off. I mean, 50 doubles, 50 homers in the same season. Do you know Albert Bell was an Eagles scout? I believe it. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. He's focused. Let me ask you this, because Indians were not known for, for their pitching, obviously, back in the 90s, but if you had to turn to, to one pitching pitcher in back in the uh, the bullpen, who would you go to? Jose Mesa. Yeah?
0: Yeah. I mean, he was close. In 95. Is they, that before the stolen purses or after? I think it was before. Yeah. He was, like, at his peak oh, in 95. Oh, man. I think he saved, like... Forty-nine out of like fifty attempts, or something. You've, I, I think Something crazy. You've
1: got Mark, you got Danny Martinez. Right? You got Osemacher. Charles can't Nagy. forget Osemacher. You got Charles Nagy. Hor- Oral Hirschizer could throw. Oh yeah. And then well, you Hershizer. got then you El Presidente. Got Mark Dennis Clark. Martinez. Right. Price check on Mark Clark. You got Ken Hill. Ken OJ, Hill. Chet OJ. OJ. Chat. Yeah. I don't know if OJ was there. Oh, yeah, OJ short, was he's there. A relief pitcher. Yeah. 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 Paul Shuey
0: Jason Grimsley. <laughs> Let me tell you, Paul Osamacher, I once gave him the sign of peace in church.
1: He was at church. He, you know. he
0: was at Assumption. Uh, Jim Poole. Eric
1: Plunk. <laughs> Eric He Plunk. was standing behind me. Julian Tavares. Hooligan? I met Julian Tavares. I met Julian Tavares. Dude, he he Tavares, was, uh, was yeah. messing around with a, a high school chick. Julian oh, oh, Tavares. At yeah, Braxville. Oh, Braxville? Braxville. Yeah, at Braxville. Who was well, let's not say names, but. Nah, I won't say names. Paul Shoey. Thing about Greg Olson, he he, he spells it with two G's. Nice. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. no, you do that, you're you're a hard ass. Right. I mean, you, you don't spell Greg with two G's unless you're an absolute hard ass. You wear jeans that are, you know, a little bit tight, but not too tight. You got you got the tools in the back pocket. You're ready to fix things at any point. That's a 2G Greg guy there. Oh, yeah, 2G Greg. Yeah, 2Gs. 2G, so you don't mess around. Um, no. I remember Dave Winfield. Oh, you guys remember that? Yeah. So I was watching this game, yeah, and there's a guy on first, right? It was probably, I think it was the ninth inning. Man, it's a pass ball. The man goes to second. And so they're like, well – we need to int- we need to create a force force out. So there's a guy in second and third. We're going to intentionally walk this dude. And I think this, the count was like two and two or something like that. So Winfield goes out like it's a pitch out, and then at the last second he goes back in and it's a strike three. Ending oh, over. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Man, faked Win- him, faked him out. Right. Do you guys know we
0: uh, swept Boston that year. <laughs> In the playoffs. Yeah, so let's talk about so that team Man it was a strike short strike shortened season. Ninety four the players went on strike. Players union uh ended the season prematurely. So ninety five yes. I don't remember how many they played in ninety four. Yes. Yeah. Play, yeah, not sure. But 95, so as a result, they started late. Played 144 they played, games. Played 144 games. The Indians Ooh. won 100 games that year. Jeez. Man. 100 out of 144. That's insane. So I don't know what that winning percentage is off the top of my head. It's about 70%, 69.4. Wow, 70% 4. of your games. Yeah. that's And so that team was on a collision course Man. for glory with the team of the 90s, the Atlanta Braves. Unbelievable team. Amazing Unbelievable team. pitching. Yeah. Two of the best teams Madics, in history. Maddox, Glavin. Smoltz, David, David Justice. Justice. First, we had to get through uh, the Seattle Mariners. That's right, Randy right. Johnson. So we sweep Griffey. the Red Sox. Sweep the Red Sox. And then we get
1: then we get mashup up with the, the Seattle Mariners, which is a team you just as a young young kid growing up in Cleveland, you're loyal to your home team, but man, that Mariners team was likable. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You, you liked him. Ken Griffey Jr. was the most likable. He, he wanted to
1: play as them in the in the game,
0: video games. Every right. video game, Ken Griffey Jr. was the feature. He had his own game. Yeah, he had his own game. Joey Cora, <laughs> Super
1: Nintendo right? Alex Rodriguez before he went nuts, yeah. right? You know, Randy Johnson. Edgar Martinez, Tito Martinez. yeah. yeah. We
0: uh, he have Charles Johnson too.
1: Yeah, uh, at some point, yeah. Dude Jay Buhner though? He's a real, real ass. Jay Buhner was a soul uh, patch. He was the he was kind of like the bad boy. Yeah, that Jay Buhner was like the guy you don't want to mess with at the, at a dive bar. No. You know, that just like punches you out for no reason. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking at this <laughs> Mariners. Nice crazy. Mariner's. I remember this like going back to the, the 90s, right? I would watch these games, and when I played baseball, I would try to emulate their batting stance because I was trying to figure out my own batting stance. I'm like, I remember like the Jay Buhner, like the open wide stance, yeah, like yeah. the Tommy stance. He was like, he was almost taunting. Yeah, bitch. the Ramirez, who's kind of hunched over, right? Yeah, with Albert right. Bell, Griffey's stance was just a thing oh, of beauty. It was just I like mean, straight yeah. up, and the way that guy swung. And I, again, I, you know, as a kid, I loved Kenny Lofton, and I always had that debate, Lofton or Griffey. Yeah. You know. And, I think Grippy outplayed him. I mean, offense is not even offense, the thing. yeah. But defense, Grippy was an underrated defensive player. Yeah,
0: yeah, Griffey yeah was he good. had a few gold gloves. Yeah, he was a good, him and Lofton were battling, and yeah, and Lofton was a good offensive player. He would get on base, and then once he got on base,
1: he had Ramirez, he, and he, yeah, Fizcal it was a threat. Or, like and Lofton, yeah. oh, could, you had to watch him. Yeah, I mean, it's like a live kid. wasp in the bedroom, like, right? Like. This You're not of, sleeping with Speaking of the Mariners, man. I remember I was I was in Chicago. I was on vacation. This is a crazy memory, but I was sitting there. We went to the ESPN bar there. Nice. And we're just eating our, you know, chicken fingers and, <sighs> right Sounds and fries. Good. It Sounds out, good. Sounds right. good. I love chicken fingers. Seattle versus Cleveland. It's <laughs> on TV, and David Bell. You guys remember David Bell? Right. Yeah. Little little white guy. Yeah. He he crushes one and it like rolls on the side, uh, right by the foul line, but it's fair. And he, he rounds second. He goes to third. Uh, whoever the, the third base coach is like, stop, stop. He just goes for it. Mm. Inside the park home run. I remember that 95 season. Huh. Crazy. Norm Charlton did that, mullet, that raging mullet. Um, <laughs> Mike Blowers is a great relief hitter off the bench. Man, this team was stacked. Uh, Luis Soho. Dan, Dan Wilson was the catcher in 95. Okay. So how many games did we go with Seattle? six. I think six, six games, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have any recollection? Like, I know we were young, but do you have any recollection of, like, the World Series I'm watching that? 95? Yeah. I, mean, <sighs> I remember 97 very clearly. Like, 97, yeah, little... 97 is stark. But 95 is a little more hazy because we just were, they they were better. Yeah. They were just better. And we were young. Like, that's yeah. the thing, I remember the Budweiser commercials. The the, right. the, uh, the frogs that were like, Bud. What? Yeah. Right. Er. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah, I mean, we just, it's it, its almost like the Cavs in 2017 and even 20, you could say 20, 25, actually 2015 is better because the Warriors were more of a pure team in 2015. Right. And it's like, it's right. the same idea where you have this really great blossoming team and then you run into this juggernaut. Right. And that's, you know, the Braves were just
0: too good pitching. Their pitching yeah, was just too the, good. The Braves were just dead. Attucks, it was just like. Tom Glavin. Smoltz. Smoltz. The yeah. crazy thing is, as the good as the Braves were. That's the only time they won. That's the only championship. Is that right? Yeah, against us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. against
1: the Indians. And I remember wow. the. I think the last game, David Justice hit a homer, and we lost one nothing. am yeah, pretty sure. Justice. Yeah, and then I, and then he had playing for the Indians. Yeah. Yeah. I cried the day they traded Lofton. So it was Lofton for David Justice. I, and if I remember. Chrisom. And then Grissom, Marquise Grissom. Who actually wasn't that bad. Marcus no, was good, but Loft, he, yeah, they but, yeah, trading Lofton it was But then insane. Lofton came back. He came back. With Justice. He
0: was on Justice's the, the irony was that we ended up going to the World Series after we traded Lofton, and we had Justice, yeah. and yeah. Uh, the Braves didn't make We almost played the Braves that year. They played the Marlins, but the Braves yeah. lost, and then we'll I don't even want to talk about we that. We could have played the, yeah. the Braves again. The Braves lost. I mean, the Braves were in the World Series so many times in the night. The Braves were in... They played the Twins, they played the Blue Jays, they played the Yankees twice, they played us. We're the only team that lost. Yes,
1: we got down in that series 2-0, which is a really tough hole to get out of. Then we won Game 3 in the 11th inning, extra innings, 7-6. Game 4 we lost, 5-2, we got smoked. So we're down 3-1. And we came back for game five, we, we won game five and a nail bite. Every Oral. game was World like, versus Maddox yeah. in game in game five. Yeah, World versus Maddox, yeah. Maddox rocked us
0: in game one. I, I remember the benches cleared in game five. Because in a World Series. Yeah, in it a World Series, because I remember uh, Maddox threw close to Eddie Murray, He threw it at his head, oh. and the bench is clear. Carl Weathers, he will yeah. handle that. Yeah. Um, and that's like huge in Last game in Cleveland. Yeah. Bench is clear, and I remember like Oral and Maddox like yelling at each other. Oral just like calm down, talk him down. I guess off the ledge.
1: Ah oh, man. But. Ryan Klesko. he killed us in that series. I remember that. You know what's here's a weird killed connection. Us. So, uh, Wayne Kirby, he was on the oh, Indians. Yeah. I think he played first base? Not like... Or outfield, I, I don't remember.
0: Played, I mean, it was like utility.
1: Yeah, but his p- brother was on the 1999 Cleveland Browns team. Wow. Terry Kirby, he was the running back. Really? Guy. Yeah. Another brother connection, Billy Ripken, was on the Indians back in 95. Cal Ripken's brother? Yeah.
0: Billy yeah. Ripken. Billy Ripken. 95 was also there, Cal Ripken Jr., um... Broke the streak. Broke streak Is that right? Gehrig, yeah. Wow. The Iron Manny with the longest consecutive games played streak. Jeez. Was in 1995, and and I, uh, he broke the he broke the streak, and then he played the Indians in Jacobs Field. We cl- we clinched the Central Division. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that.
1: Manny, Lofton, and Bell carried a team hitting. What about season? Viagra, he can't forget Viagra. Viagra. He hit well. Yeah, I know he did. He he did he did hit well. Yeah. Um, but David Justice killed us. Marquise Grissom hurt us pretty bad. He was on the Braves in 95. Chipper Jones yeah, killed us. He six played forever. In that series. How long did that guy play? A long time, yeah. Ryan Klesko, David Justice, Chipper Jones, Marquise Grissom, they, they killed us. And so, you know, everybody remembers the pitching on the Braves, but the bats were pretty strong, too. Um, Man, Steve Avery could throw. Right, that pitching lineup was insane. So my dad, my, my dad was at I don't know if it was game game two. Nice. Ninety five. It was like the first time you know Cleveland had, hadn't been to anything in his lifetime. Yeah, it's crazy. And he Calls up my grandpa and he goes, Hey, uh, dad, you remember that time that you were at the Browns uh, championship game and and he's like, Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So remember who you took? He's like, Yeah, I took a buddy. And he goes, Well. I'm at the World Series game, and I took a buddy too, and he hangs up on oh. my grandma. Oh, oh my goodness! Man, should have took oh, a That's that's a that's a dark story, oh, yeah. you know. But it, I get it. I get it, man.
0: The crazy thing too about '95, uh, there was the potential for an all-Ohio World Series that year because the Cincinnati Reds. Play at the Braves in the NLCS that year, which would have been pretty nuts if it was Indians. Yeah, right? the last time. Yeah, I did not. TV. I did not realize that. that, that uh, yeah, Barry Larkin was on the Reds
1: then. Was, oh. Has there ever been like a New York, New York World Series? It was Subway, Subway Series. Subway Series. Right? You know, Mike it? Piazza and Dude, it was when the yeah. Yankees three beat it. What about Chicago, Chicago? No, the Braves. So. Maybe, maybe. the know. Reds though swept them. I swept them. Damn. Yeah, we took Boston out. Seattle beat the Yankees that year in the first round, and that was a tough series. That was a five-game series. It was an upset. Yeah, it was an upset. The Yankees Do you guys remember, this is jumping ahead, but 2007, we were we were literally sitting in, in your basement watching the uh, the Red Sox Indians. And we were up 3-1. Oh. And then they just collapsed. And like, yeah. we would have played the Rockies, right? Yeah, we would have. And they, the
0: Red Sox swept team. the Rockies.
1: We also, in 07, we... Um, I think that's the year LeBron hit that three, and we watched that in your basement yeah. too. Yeah. When again yeah. down one zero against the Magic,
0: and LeBron well, that was tied 0-9. the that series. I
1: was zero nine. Oh
0: seven was the year that LeBron Spurs swept us in the, the yeah, finals. Yeah. So LeBron had the big game five in 0-7 against yes, the Pistons. Pistons. Yeah. He scored like the last twenty four yeah, points. Yeah. Right
1: forty eight yeah. points and twenty nine points in the fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah. yeah. That, that was that was still, like, one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. Uh, that, that was, like, his play. coming of age. Yep. Like, yep. I know he, he became similar right. to Jordan. I watched that game in college on Dave Sutton's couch. <laughs> <laughs> and then the entire game, we're just, like, every I every know, time every LeBron possession. got the ball, you yeah. were just like, oh, my God. I watched That's that with, with the Brady bros. I got to yeah. say, like, you guys know me, right? I'm, I'm a huge Browns fan. I'm a season yeah. ticket holder. The, the number one play, the number one Cleveland play – yeah you'd be surprised because it's not the shot it's not the block it's not number one play for me was Raji davis's home run oh like that was incredible, incredible against incredible. chapman who's incredible un-hittable. you can't incredible. hit that dude uh-huh. and, and Raji, he's not the best hitter right he's he's decent but i've never been more excited in my life like i still watch that i get goosebumps Unbelievable.
0: That, 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 that series was great that game that game was fantastic Raj,
1: yeah, it's a that's a that was a tough series, and I get it. I get the whole well, the Cubs haven't won in a long time, but Chicago is a, it's not a sports deprived city. No. It's not a deprived city really in any way. No, but, no way. And we can get we can we can get to Michael Jordan. We can get to the Bulls. We can talk about that. But you want gun violence, go to Chicago. You got that South yeah.
0: Side of Chicago, at least Wrigley. You know, it's a little a little bit nicer over by Wrigley. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the nicer area. But yeah, I mean the Indians. Were, that was a great story that year in sports,
1: <laughs> right? And it, it didn't—I don't know—maybe it was being eight years old, but uh, it didn't sting to lose to a better team. And yeah. in a—you in a, know—it it, didn't—it didn't feel like the Warriors beating the Cavs. Where right. we were, oh, Kyrie Irving has got a knee injury. Kevin yeah. Love has been—Kevin Love was power bombed in right. Game Five of the Celtics series, and. You know, or '97 World Series where it was just it was like someone stole your favorite toy. Yeah. I was so I was at Game yeah. Six of that that uh, series, and I think our, our tickets were like what two hundred or something a piece. There were Cubs fans in front of us; they paid two thousand a piece for tickets. Like yeah. if you're a an Indian money, fan, man. like you're making you're making bank off it. They they boxed us out. And boxed they did. The they did. Down. Like they wanted to see it more than we wanted to see it. And we had them. We, so we, we, we had them in that series. We had them on the ropes. One. We had them. Those Cubs fans. So ironic that we came back and won a series down three one, and then we lost the series. the same, the same, year, same summer.
0: The same yeah. Same summer. And part of the thing was LeBron and the Cavs had a party where they were mocking the three one with the Warriors That's right. That's during right. the World Series. And we all
1: loved it. We all ate she it up. Went.
0: LeBron was at the World Series Game 7. That's good. At least he was supporting. That would have been crazy. We could have won two titles that year.
1: I went to that parade, by the way. One inning. Yeah, Caps yeah I went to that too. One inning away. There was lay. just a, a green cloud of smoke. There and was a shooting. There was but, a lot of
0: rioting yeah. and stuff. I, like, I, I don't know if there was go. a shooting. We ran into yeah. the alley. I don't know if I'd ever go again. <laughs> yeah, <it was> <laughs> J.R. Smith was shirtless. <laughs> the <was a> very. <laughs> we very thought bad we
1: thought we were going to get two titles. I thought I thought for sure, but we got one. Kevin Durant came. to Likely the to not be duplicated again in our lifetime. No. Took, oh, you got you to gotta enjoy it. You got you got to think about the the sequence of events that had to happen for the city to win a championship. If if LeBron doesn't leave the first time, we don't we, get, Kyrie. We get Kyrie Irving. We don't have those terrible seasons. We don't have we don't have like, the guilt to of rebuild LeBron, like it's <laughs> the red. <laughs> and and you know to get a title in a small market is just so it's tough.
0: Tough. I mean, we have Dan Gilbert. He spent he spent a ton of money on that team.
2: Yeah.
1: You think yeah. that
0: guy's a, a good guy? No, no. no. probably not a good guy, but he's a rich guy. He's a rich and guy. Sometimes two that's hands what it takes. on. Since, I mean, the Yankees are a prime example of you have money, you win championships. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Dan Gilbert's two hands Dan on. Gilbert was willing to. to he paid over the luxury tax, and the Cavs had one of the highest payrolls. What, though? Like, I mean, we had LeBron, Kyrie, love, but then
1: around him, like, yeah. I don't know. You throw in a. Trevor Meyer in there, yeah, mm-hmm. might, he might right. be all right. Garbage, could, could Trevor Meyer be the sixth man on the championship team? I feel like he could have been. I think Bill Murray probably could filled that role <laughs> Bill a little would better. Bill than Murray me, and Space Jam. I would have done it. You know, yeah. I wouldn't have demanded the pay either. I would, you know, I would have done it for free. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, so ninety five. I mean, I played in the Westlake YMCA league. Dude, I've seen okay. you. I've <laughs> seen. I've seen you crossover. <laughs> yeah, I can get to the rim. Oh, yeah, we won like three games, but yeah, you no, know. lost a lot more than we won. <laughs> you made the playoffs, though, right? Never. Everybody, well, everybody made. Well, yeah, we were always like yeah. the eight seed or the nine seed. You have <laughs> to play the win? best Did team. you ever win in the playoffs? No, we kill. A few We fight. had like we could barely get enough guys to show up. Damn, it was yeah. like three people. So I'd, like, I'd like, ask my boss, was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> can yeah, you play? Chris would yeah. play a lot. Chris showed up a lot. Yeah, and Tom and I showed up and. We Matt showed up like quite a and people lifting weights. We're like, "Hey, right here's a jersey. Hey, guy, a guy, working, working out in a power tank top. You look like you could play basketball." It's it this team that has like their last names on their jerseys, right? Jersey. Right, and then the guy so sucks and like he can't pick a fifteen footer. <laughs> anyway, we're not bitter about that. No, that's no, cool. that's cool. I get it. I know how it goes. Yeah, so we stopped playing in that league. Now, if you were to if you were to join up with our team, which I I would start playing in that purple league. shorts. I just put on
0: the purple yeah. shorts. If
1: you, purple shorts gonna be double pumping. Of I office. would sign up for the next session. I if, would. If you, I if, would. If Steve commits to
0: playing, our team. I would play basketball. That'd be fun. Let's do it now. You're already training for a 10K. my cardio. Right, yeah, right. Get my cardio up. That I'm training do. for a 10K that. right now. There I, I, right
1: now. I ran get
0: three and, and a half miles yesterday.
1: You gotta watch. How do you, Killing, how you, uh, Killing it, man! I love that you're doing a two month plan. Super that's aggressive, man. But yeah.
0: typically, I get about like twenty thousand steps because well, I'm working for Amazon.
1: That's, that's amazing. Awesome. That's way, way cool that's way more than I get. Than yeah, I, get, yeah. Because, I, work, I work at home. Well, because, yeah, Amazon. I'm, <laughs> I'm just six thousand right now. because yeah. I'm driving. So good for you. Do twenty thousand a day? That's amazing. I had, look well, good. I had twenty-five thousand yesterday. Yeah. Do you remember that, that article that I wrote back in yeah, high school? A breadstick. So I wrote this this article back in high school about Steve. And it was like, you know, we were friends. And I asked him, I was like, hey, can we write this funny article? And it was like, you know, working out and stuff. And we were trying to get him in shape. And there's, you know, we'd, he'd go for a Pepsi and I'd hit a Diet Pepsi. And I'd write about that. And the quote was, Salad? What was it? Salads are okay.
0: Yeah, as you can know, as long as there's
1: a breadstick. As long as there's a breadstick, <laughs> and a little bit of carbs there. Just the the this Olive Garden yeah, yeah. And so this That's released fair. to the whole school, you know, twelve hundred kids. I get called in. <laughs> <laughs> the principal's I'm like office. I'm like grabbing my shirt because I'm I'm a little nervous. Oh yeah, yeah. and they're like, yeah. Yeah. "This is demeaning. No. This is very very demeaning." They're all, all people. And I'm like, what are, you, what are you talking about? He's my friend, and they're like, no, this is very demeaning, and so they're like, you will never write for the honeycomb
0: again. No, not How the honeycomb. Dare
1: you deface the never honeycomb Never again? Caroline oh, Page, she, she was in on it. She lost her position at the one thing, you know, One thing that's really cool about 95 is we weren't in middle school yet. We no. weren't in high school. We weren't dealing with any of that no, drama. Man. None of the drama. Because, gosh, that was a weird place. It was weird. We, that was also, the 95 was the pinnacle of the board game era. Dude, sorry. Humber? Operation.
0: Operation. What, what, what board games came out in 95? Uh, well, I love board games. We all love board games. There were a lot, we of, board were a lot of readily. We, we played a lot of board games together, I'll say a that. A lot of readily available board games. All I remember
1: is beanie babies just taking
0: over. Was that 95? Yeah,
1: and like wow. I remember. Beanie babies are huge. Yeah, my aunt worked at some like floral shop and she got like discounts on beanie babies. She gave me literally like 50 beanie babies and I didn't know what to do with them. Like, what, what am I supposed to do? She goes, "Yeah, right. collector's items. They're going to be worth millions. Yeah,
0: everybody thought collecting the beanie babies, you were going to have yeah. make bank on those. So I mean, we took them to elementary Battle school.
1: Battle Lords came out in 95. Battle Lords? Do you remember Crossfire?
2: crossfire yep.
1: dragon dice no, they caught up it. so sellers of game Catan. of thrones meets las vegas the sellers right? of katana apparently dice. came out in 1995 mortal Kombat card games. game oh yeah. yeah uh night bane it's pretty much just like playing war <laughs> quest for the grail a game called rage i mean that's pretty vague yeah. But uh, but sellers of Catan. Yeah, did you know game. about sellers of Catan? I I did didn't not. know it came out in ninety five. Yeah, that,
0: I mean that game's so popular now. It's like, Vampire the Eternal. Do so you guys like sellers of Catan? Do you play it? I
1: played play? it. People in college played all the time. I never did. War Zone, no. Risk, Wing Commander. It, it's
0: similar. I mean, it's different. It, um, sellers of Catan. I would compare it to if you combined Risk and the Oregon Trail. <laughs> Because you have to collect resource cards and nice, like do nice. a trade into like yeah. build stuff. It's like mono- it's kind of like Monopoly. Dude. Okay, it kind like of makes it like Monopoly, Risk, and Oregon Trail. All right. If I was gonna, well, why don't we le- play? You like that do game? It. Let's get it. Let's screw this podcast. Start playing. Dan, a Dan DeBossi right. orders a pizza. Oh man, pizza. That'd be good right now. Right. And a little uh, Geppettos
1: Right. No, I've been I've been in like on this gluten free kick. You know, I'm drinking good, gonna good be job, right now, good but job. I've been
0: there's gluten free IPAs.
1: Yeah. 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 That's no, good. We've been eating cauliflower pizza and all Ooh, sorts of stuff. Nice cauliflower crust.
0: Well, guys, it's good stuff. So, bro. talking '95, what what other are, what are sports-related things well, that comes to mind?
1: I mean, look. So, the New Jersey Devils swept the Red Wings in the Stanley Cup Finals, and I think that's a notable mention because. Detroit was a, a powerhouse in the in the 90s in hockey. Dude, I sure. just remember the Super Nintendo games. Detroit would just yeah. check everybody. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. the, probably, yeah. How many Shanahan titles did
1: Detroit win in the 90s? Weiserman, Weiserman. Detroit, I think they won two or three cups in the 90s, but the, you know, New Jersey was kind of new on the scene and uh, just took them out. You know how they got the name took them out? The Devils, right? The Devils. Yep. So they got the name, so back in like... I think it was like the 1700s or something. There was sightings of this, like, demon that lived Um, in the woods in in New Jersey. This is for real. And, like, it happened, like, it happened a bunch. And so it became this, like, folklore of New Jersey. And that's that's actually how they got the
0: name. Dang. Yeah. A lot of good folklore out there. I remember the the ESPN commercial that they had for the— the the it was like Stuart Scott somebody they were getting on an elevator and the New Jersey's devil mascot was on the elevator mm. and they're on the ground floor and they're like going up and he shakes his head and they, <laughs> they step off the, the elevator <laughs> that was one of my favorite that's great yeah and then you know I'm not
1: a huge hockey uh, professor or anything like that but that was that was a big deal I mean those Red Wings teams were really they were a the five good. seed too yeah you had the Quebec Nordiques get upset right eight one hockey is interesting because eight you, know, you get that 8 1 upset quite often. And then like, there's something The NBA, you don't get that. No. Rarely. Never. I
0: mean, you do. The Sonics, rare. Uh, the Nuggets upset the Sonics, but that was like Warriors was beat the best of uh, five. beat
1: the Mavs in that year with the Mavs. Oh, that one. The Mavs so won seventy games. Baron, da- Baron Davis, Baron Davis, Davis, and, and, and uh, Monte Ellis. And Dirk, uh, Dirk was MVP that year. Yeah, Dirk did not like losing to the Warriors, and it was. We watched that series. We watched every game in that series. We were in college. I, I do remember that. And we were like, you could just tell the Warriors were going to win that series, but. Um, I mean obviously the NBA is a big
0: Yeah, Yeah. I mean NBA when you think of like all time iconic figures, obviously you're gonna think Jordan. And that was Jordan's return to basketball. He had taken a hiatus to play baseball 95 '95 95, he came back. back. Yeah he he came back
1: halfway through the season. One thing I didn't really understand or think about is the way you prepare your body to play baseball versus basketball. And that, you know, trying to Change the entire way you work out and lift weights and prepare for a professional sport. Right. He came back, what, in March? Right March of 95, I think. He had, a, he had a couple games and then he went right into the postseason. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, Terry Francona coached him in baseball. He coached him in baseball, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it the mud Hens? <laughs> it was the team? He played for a Chicago minor league team. Yeah, yeah. The um, Barons? Was it the Barons? I mean, yeah. The Barons. And so... You know, he comes back and he's trying to get basketball shape. Could you imagine, though, like, and he was still so minor league baseball that place is probably sold out, right, right? And he took number 45 because that was his freshman number, I think, from, from high school or college. Uh, I think high school, I think high school was 45 was his number because in college, I think he had 23 in North Carolina, but yeah, and
0: they and they, I guess they retired. 23 the bulls retired jordan's jersey after he left and so then he had to wear 45 when he came back is that right because they retired, he couldn't wear his own jersey because yeah, that's, eh? that's pretty funny
1: that was a top. you know they that because the year before the bulls nearly won the second round of these east, the east playoffs i think they lost to the magic right yeah they and lost the match and jack and Broadway. Broadway. They, had it, they had it going with pippin and the triangle system they had uh, a yeah. Horace Grant pippin um Rodman still so
0: according um, according to this nba.com article the the game that jordan returned to the nba uh, it was watched by an estimated thirty-five million people, and it's still the most wow. watched game in NBA hmm. history. That's Everybody amazing. wanted to see Jordan's return. It, yeah, uh, was it against uh, Reggie Miller? And he wasn't, uh, against even, the that, he wasn't even that. Miller in that and the game. Pacers, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't even that game. Yeah, he played played pretty rough,
1: and as expected, he's gone for like. I remember years. watching that game.
0: it went to overtime. Went that. to overtime against the Pacers. Reggie Miller. Yeah. I mean they had just didn't have enough time yeah. to sort of He games, only can't. he only scored he scored nineteen, he had six rebounds, six assists, but then three games later he scored fifty five in Madison Square Garden against the Knicks. So So I'll,
1: I wanna kinda I wanna kinda shift the focus here. Okay. What what movies came out in ninety five? Do you guys remember
2: well,
0: movies. I feel I mean, like Niagara like Liar, liar yeah. might have been on the radar. <laughs> Toy Story um, came out of now. Toy Story. That's a huge, the first Man. animated Pixar big time. Uh, Batman Forever. Oh, Kiss Val, from our, Who was Batman? Val Kilmer.
1: Val Kilmer. Kilmer.
0: Yeah, that one was full of puns. I, mean, I remember it being like, "Holy rusted metal, Jim, Batman!" Yeah, exactly. Jim, Jim Carrey was in it. He was yeah. the Riddler. He was the Riddler. Tommy Lee Jones was two-faced. Tommy
1: Lee Jones. Yeah. Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Who was, was Robin? Who played Robin? Chris, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was the end of his career. I mean, I don't remember. No, Chris O'Donnell. I remember I remember. After, Bad Boys. Billy yeah. Madison. Dude, Billy Madison. I think. Out of all Adam Sandler's movies, that, that has to be my favorite. Yeah, I'm a big Norm Macdonald fan. You guys know yeah, that. Yeah, Norm Macdonald it,
0: is great. It's, it's be... so wacky, but the concept is so fun. It's Even hilarious. Going back to
1: school. Yeah, Chris Farley, the bus driver.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like I quote that movie more than any other movie. Yeah. Honestly. Movie
1: Seven. That's oh. an intense murder, murder mystery. At Heat with Al Pacino and Pit, Bobby Freedmen. De Niro. Iconic diner scene there. Those ad lib. Heavyweights, right? So Heavyweights. I think uh, ben, Stiller ben Stiller and his dad. we both in it. Yeah, Jerry,
0: Jerry Stiller. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Uh, Tommy Boy set in uh, St. Dusky, Ohio. Is that really? Yeah. The Brake Pads Factory is a... Uh, That's great. Apollo 13. Callahan Auto. Oh, Apollo 13. Dude, I have that on VHS. Was anything more quoted when you were in grade school? No. Oh, people uh, would say Titanic Houston, was for Houston, you. Houston, we have a problem,
1: I would hear so was, much. Yeah, it was yeah. very common. Big pause for Waterworld. Let's just oh, let that sink awesome. in. I think Waterworld might have been the most unsuccessful movie ever made, <laughs> like financially. Like I think net loss and it's not that bad. Have you watched it? Eh, I and mean, Kurt Russell? I would definitely watch it again. We could, we, could, uh, oh, we, could, man. we could get drunk and watch let's Waterworld. It. We the 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 way. Way. probably I've seen it worse. Isn't <laughs> it like four hours? I mean, it's it's long. Like let's Google this that. It's two VHS tapes. Yeah, two VHS tapes is quite a lot yeah
0: Background Mr. Here. Holland's Opus I that's, a like that's a great movie that's a great movie about a music teacher yeah. that through multiple decades changes students' right. lives that was
1: Chuck Valley Chuck Valley, Chuck was, Valley. Was, had, was that man for those of you who don't know who Chuck Valley is he was our music oh, teacher in, in high school and he was also the, the dad of our really and good friend good Mike
0: friend Valley. Mike and he yeah. he was he was better than any Richard Dreyfus character i can tell you, <laughs> this guy 99% was of you are doing the right thing yeah Chuck, Chuck
1: Valley can he just flip a switch Oh, I mean he had high expectations nice he guy wanted, he wanted the best right right he also played keyboard in like a psychedelic uh, band 70s band I know yeah I know he played that. in like a
0: Chicago-esque band yeah he had like a horn section oh yeah Chuck Valley, he's, he's been around. He's, he's in uh, BW choir, men's choir. Oh, I do know that. Yeah. I do know
1: that. Big I'll Green. Go with you, Big Green man. came out in '95. A great, great soccer oh, Big movie. Green. Uh, what are your thoughts on Kid in King Arthur's Court? Great. You like it or you don't like I it? Like Rick I like it. the so, Year better. the right, yeah. so, oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Year. I mean, come on. Oh, out Chet of all, Steadman? all movies, Chet Stedman. I gotta say, Sandlot's probably number one. Of a baseball movie Baseball movies Major Field, League Field of Dreams I'm a Major League guy Yeah Angels in the Outfield Oh but, I
0: love uh, Angels in the Outfield That's 94 That's a year And four. then
1: Air Bud Had to come along And ruin everything I know Angels in the Outfield Is really good Angels in the Outfield There's so many stars
0: Were in that movie <laughs> Danny Glover Tony Danza Adrian Brody Matthew McConaughey Man. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, really good movie. 90, Mortal Kombat came out. Mallrat,
1: I've never seen it. I gotta see that. I, I always wanted, wanted to Mortal see Kombat. It oh, yeah. oh, it's terrible. But yeah, we no, should, I want to see it. We should, wa- we should do a double feature of Waterworld, a and go- Mortal Kombat. A goofy movie came out in 1995. There you go. No, yeah, I watched That's that That's got some
0: good songs. Yeah. After Today,
1: Braveheart, Best Picture, Braveheart. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Murder in the First with Kevin Bacon and Christian Slater. Wow, whose career burned He's out a nice little stuff. too early. Hackers, that's a pretty good movie. I think Mark Ruffalo's in that. Young a young Mark Ruffalo. So if you're Maybe gonna not. Let's, let's say you're gonna have one actor depict you, and I, I think I know the answer for Trevor, but like who would play you in your life? Ooh. It's a great question.
0: I mean I feel like I growing up I always said uh John Belushi.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say Belushi. But I, I you. you
0: know, I'd like to I'd like to get more fit and then get like uh you know, like a Jude Law type. You know, maybe <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, some a little more felt you got to play Gimli.
1: Tell yeah, the guy that put, Oh, tell, that's yeah, I mean, Pretty good, Jude, Jude, law, Jude yeah. law is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who's yours, Tom? I I don't even know if this is accurate, but I, I've heard like Orlando Bloom, like that that yeah. legal the legalist kind of look. You know, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah I can see that. Not even the acting, but just like you know,
0: yeah. I can see I'm that I'm trying
1: to pin you right
0: now It's hard to
1: pin you It's hard to pin you yeah. What are you saying Cruz Cruz For me Bacon, I, I bacon I don't, Damon I, uh, Damon uh, the, the Jeremy would always say bacon And I, I, bacon. See, none, I don't see nothing Ken there But um, Cruz I guess Maybe the smile Cruz bacon The laugh Damon yeah. yeah I'll take all those Those are all flatter, flattering uh, characters DiCaprio DiCaprio That's a good one, one. I'm more of, like, a Ding Rames, Shaquille O'Neal, Keanu Reeves kind of guy, I think. Oh, yeah. Also, Congo came out in 95. Nice. Phil Collins, did Phil Collins write the music for that? Or was that I'm thinking of Tarzan. Tarzan. Or, yeah. Similar thinking
0: monkey thinking. movies. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Man, what do you, like? The 90s were all about, like, Africa. And that's not a bad thing. No. Right? What a year yeah, for was, movies. Man. I forgot how many Lion
0: movies. King came out the year before, but... Yeah. Jumanji. Pocahontas came out there go,
1: I dare you to go back and watch Jumanji again Like look at those graphics oh, It's just <laughs> such a fun idea A board game that comes to life You know another thing that was real big in 95 Music folks We're oh, talking music. we're talking music I mean just to rattle off some albums well, You here. guys we're all musicians so we are. Music uh, it excites us Speaking of which Real quick a little uh, promo The Jobs We're in a band called The Jobs We're releasing an album on Spotify and iTunes, it's yeah. called "Sailing Upon the Times." First song comes out on August twenty eighth. Check it out. Yeah. Yep. What's the
0: What's the title of the single? Transmission Radio. Yep. We can maybe uh We can maybe play that on this podcast, possibly if we got a track. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah we got it. Yep. Yeah. So let's take another break, and then uh, we will talk about the music of nineteen 19- yeah. ninety five. Yeah. Custodial Arts Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Great design isn't a luxury. It's a tool that anyone can use to immediately legitimize an idea, differentiate themselves, or punch up their weight online. Squarespace, the future of advertising. So we want to get back into the podcast here. We're talking 1995 music, and I asked the guys what their favorite album of 95 was. Let's check it out
1: i think favorite favorite album from 95 is a really really tough that's tough question um i think me i think honestly what's the story of morning glory from oasis is it's tough to beat that year just kind of the kind of music that i i love british rock and oasis i mean man to come out with that a year after definitely maybe um it almost feels like all those songs were written already and they had to figure out how to get him out so they put him on two albums just for me like so good if we're talking if we're talking like at that time it's got to be one hot minute by red hot jelly peppers right. like aeroplane nice like, I, I, yeah. I just remember back in the day like my brother bought the cd he, he was just starting to pick up guitar and that was it but like if we're going back in, in time now that i you know, i went to college i, I discovered elliot smith his debut album still I think is, is my top 95 what about you uh, but, 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 yeah, yeah. Mean, you
0: also have The Benz by Radiohead The Benz is, is great Fighters Foo Fighters debut yeah and
1: the, the Benz is great but it's not my favorite Radiohead album that's true but it's 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 really good and it's a departure from what they were doing prior to that No Doubt came out that year
0: No Doubt Tragic Earth. Kingdom great album Alanis Morissette Jagged Little Pill <sighs> That's you. It's got some big time singles. A lot out of there. heat. A lot of heat behind that album. Yeah, you, you ought to know about yeah. Dave Courier oh, from geez. Full house. Cut it out. Jeez. Yeah. Going
1: down on Coulier in the movie theater. Oh, wrote a song
0: And now you're thinking of it. me yeah. when you fuck her. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Dave
0: I like Courier. the way you scratch my
1: back. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of really good albums in the, that year. Actually.
0: Turned Jagged a little pale into a musical recently in the last year. Really, did not know that. Yeah, pretty crazy. Collective yeah. Soul was really big. Collective Soul. Ninety-five.
1: Smashing Pumpkins. Melancholy. Collie came out. That's that's definitely a front runner for me. Um, Foo Fighters debut album. Um, you know, Weezer was in between Blue and Pink, which yeah, is Pink like, or 10. which is their two best albums. Yeah, for
0: sure. And so they were probably touring in 95. Yeah, they were touring and. Um, as I know, Say It Ain't So was released in 95 yeah, as, as a single. Right, remember right. Buddy Holly, that music video? Oh, as, yeah. It was it's, the Happy it's, Days. It's yeah. Spike Jones directed uh, that, that. That was, was amazing. I love that. Getting Al from the diner. Al Borland. Al Borland. Now we had Wowie Zowie by Pavement. Right, it's a good album. Here?
1: It's a good album. You guys remember your first album that you bought? As a kid, oh, that's a good question. Well, okay, do you I remember? do what, what platform CDs, CDs. tapes, because well, tapes? I remember let's buying tapes first tapes CD prior. First CD was um yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Californication. Really, that nice. was your first CD because I was buying tapes prior to that, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, mid 90s and late even in 99 was Californication, but before that, I was okay. buying tapes.
0: So I, I know for a fact I had three CDs that I bought, yeah. So let me tell you. It was Big Willie style, Will Smith. <laughs> it's essential. The Offspring, yeah. Americana. That was a great. Great album. And great. And really DMX brilliant. and then there was X. Oh, those were my first
1: three. Yeah, my right first, there. my first two CDs I remember were uh, Nine Lives, Aerosmith, <laughs> and Disco's Greatest Hits. Disco's Greatest Hits. <laughs> 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 yeah, remember that they had it. the Taco Bell commercial, like you can ring my bell. You know, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Man, Ring-na-da. all right. First album bought on a on any platform. Let's 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 yeah, do that. all right. Because I, I CD was spread out actually. I got I got two. Go for it. So tapes. My first two tapes purchased um, were Foo Fighters, Color in the Shape, and then uh, Green Day, um, Dookie. Dookie. Yeah, those are the first two cassette yeah. tapes I ever got. Never. Forget. I had I had the Beatles Rubber Soul, nice on on tape, and then I had um, the Wallflowers. Yeah, Dylan. Yep, Jake Dylan, yeah. one hit wonder. Never liked it. I never. I bought it, but I never liked it. Yeah, I did.
0: I did have the Wallflowers on CD, but not on tape. I think I had the Backstreet Boys on tape on cassette tape. I can I can
1: say that I've never owned like a yeah, boy band, boy band or like a Britney Spears type. There's no shame in it. I have Baxter Boys and NSYNC. I did have Criss Cross and I had Marky Mark, so it's like, you know, same genre. I want to just touch on this real quick 95. The Coachella lineup of 95. Tell us about it. The difference of music festivals now and and, and back then, 25 years ago. Headliners REM, Smashing Pumpkins. Misfits David Bowie and then The Undercard Tom Waits U2 Stone Roses Stone Temple Pilots Oasis The Roots Flaming Lips Rage Against the Machine The Verve Supergrass Wilco Bone Thugs in Harmony Mercury Rev Brian Jones Town Massacre Incubus Fastball Godspeed You Black Emperor Swerve Driver Dandy Warhols Cardigans Dinosaur Jr pavement back sonic youth yola tango moby i mean that is just yeah most of those acts insane. would be headliners now insane all of those and what alanis morissette played i think coachella in 95 um maybe i might be wrong about that but that man yeah you,
0: you don't find stuff like that no that's just i mean it's just a different t- so mtv in that year Smashing Pumpkins Tonight Tonight One video of the year It's a great video Yeah like, It's a great video, I, video. MTV Tonight Remember that was a completely Different era tonight, I mean, MTV was A great channel At that point In the 90's you had, It was music television And it was actually Music television and Right And They, it was they music played te- videos And Now you
1: just look For Instagram For Hot Chicks Sh like ah. Just get a big ass, I'm gonna like that video. Hot chicks are always good. That's I make most of my decisions based on if there's a hot chick involved. Yeah the you know, the US like music was obviously very good. But then in England you had like the blur and oasis rivalry going on. And you know, Noel Gallagher just fighting with Damon Alburn every day and it's just unbelievable what music was Doing back then. Sound, the grunge movement was taking off, right? It had been established for a Yeah, some Chains, Soundgarden. Well, the Pixies were, I mean, they were, they'd been around for a while, but they shaped a lot of that stuff. Right?
0: Incredible. Incredible year for music. And then, you know, we're thinking like pop singles too. Obviously, we were talking movies, we had Colors of the Wind come out, which was a huge single from Pocahontas. <laughs> Yeah, you got a friend of me, Randy Newman, did the soundtrack to Toy Story. In the room
1: Dude, I always thought Randy Newman I thought that was like a a stick for Toy Story, but you listen to all of his other songs, it's not exactly the same. Yeah. Newman was a he was a depressed guy. (laughs) Let's let's just get that out there. I mean you listen to the lyric. I remember Chris Rady and I uh, (laughs) drank a pint of whiskey. Mm Mm-hmm. An Erie, PA listening to Randy Newman in a car. And uh, <laughs> it was man, he go he goes he gets dark. He gets
0: He wrote a song about dark. the Cuyahoga River.
1: Yeah, it was in uh, major
0: league. Right. On, big riffing
1: Newman. Whew. I mean he did the goofy Toy Story stuff, but underneath yeah, uh, he was a torture, really. He, <laughs> he hated toys. He hated toys. Will the road rub head in your mouth, mouth, feel nice, calm, baby. What about the song you wrote when Buzz Lightyear can't, can't fly? Oh That was depressing. Buzz Lightyear's like that one upper guy, right? That you just can't flush down the toilet. You got
0: Hanks and you got Tim Allen.
1: Right. Going head to head. <laughs> So we got a buddy Mike Mike Valley from high school right you guys know Mike
0: <laughs>
2: oh, yeah
1: oh yeah and so he lives he moves out to California and he's he's trying to make it big and I wish him the best of luck hopefully he makes it big right but he was working at Starbucks one day and uh, they had a rule there if you spend over $20 do you get a check and ID and so That's Tim, Allen, at Starbucks. Tim Allen walks in clearly it's Tim Allen there's only <laughs> one Tim Allen and he orders like $25 worth of coffees for, for his friends and uh, goes to check out, hands, him, hands Mike his credit card and he says, Mike says, sorry sir, I need to see an ID <laughs> Tim Allen loses it, I'm Tim Allen but you know who I am <laughs> yeah. Only Mike would challenge laughing, Tim Allen laughing. Allen just walks out he didn't, he didn't. make the purchase.
0: Mm. So Valley lost no, the sale. Lost the sale. Lost the tip. Wow. He would have gotten a big Tim Allen tip. Right. Think about all those tool time residuals he was <laughs> getting at that point. Hey man, I still watch Laugh TV, <laughs> Antenna TV
1: every night. It's From Like you do watch Home Improvement. Five deep. p.m. to in your garage every at night. <laughs> night. Yeah.
0: Wilson, he's the neighbor. He's so that wise. That guy. That guy.
1: Everyone loves Wilson. Everyone, mm-hmm. everyone Amazing him. how Tim Allen wore jeans only. Whether jeans he was in the bed. Whether he was waking did. up, whether he was f-
0: fixing stuff, he always had dad jeans on. In yeah. Every freaking scene on the show. So have you guys seen somebody compiled a uh, YouTube video with all the grunts from the series? Every grunt yeah, that the, Tim uh, Allen did. Yeah, back how to long back. was it? Like an hour. Yeah, an hour. Uh, yeah. uh, so uh, that's an uh, hour well uh, spent if you're gonna <laughs> watch that uh-huh. video. <laughs>
1: Dude, Heidi though, oh, what a
0: babe! One of the top babes. Uh, it was Pamela Anderson at first. I feel uh, like uh, and, uh, Heidi is. Uh, I think hotter than me. All right, let me ask you this. So, <laughs> yeah, top nineties. Right? That's a good babe.
1: Ninety-five babes. No, just top nineties babe. Who, who would you say? Like, my my crush was uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, oh, that's good. I was oh, when I was growing up in that time. Yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt There are a lot of a lot of. A lot of babes, a lot of '90s babes. Saved by the Bell, Kelly Kapowski. Wow, she was mine, dude. She, Saved by the Bell. Such a. You babe. got a thing for
0: Kellys, though. I do. Um, I have. dated a, I, I no a, no lot, of K, a lot of Ks. You have a lot of Ks. I remember I cried when Zach and Kelly broke up. Yeah. I was I was genuinely upset. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> This is not
1: you know. Damn the internet. So I actually heard not. that uh, Zach from Saved by the Bell. He's <laughs> never watched A single episode Of say by the uh, Bell That's true
0: all. He's doing a
1: podcast He's doing a podcast And watching it He's watching it And going back Yeah
0: That's become like A big thing during The that COVID just,
1: like It was good But I, I don't remember Like any of it Oh I remember it But I, Mr. Belding Huh was yeah. he like I feel like was he the same guy that played Beethoven's dad Richard no it was Charles Grodin they, they look
0: exactly the Charles, same. Grodin, the man. Look. Charles Grodin Charles Grodin Richard Belding he was a he was a stud let me tell you so there was an off-Broadway show where they would do improv and reenact Saved by the Bell episodes and and Richard Belding showed up as a surprise <laughs> man, yeah. and I know I had somebody I had a friend who went to see it and the night he showed up it's amazing um, but yeah, Kelly Kapowski, definitely a babe. Um, I feel like Kathy Ireland was big. <laughs> was big in the 90s. She was one of the top, top models. Dude, Monica Lewinsky. Ooh. Oh, sh- well, Bill Clinton. Uh, honestly, Mariah Carey, I gotta say. Do you remember
1: some of those headlines? That like, Mariah Carey. Yeah, that was the year. 95 was the year of OJ. It was the year of the Unabomber. It was the year of Clinton. A lot was going on. It was a big year. 95 was, yeah. We used to have, what is that, Time for Kids back in elementary school? Uh Uh-huh. What a year.
0: Heather Locklear, you had Melrose Place going on there.
1: You're basically 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 dropping the entire cast from Baywatch.
0: Oh, yeah. You had, uh, Wild Things that came out in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Wild Things was good. Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Charlotte Sheen's ex wife. What's her name? Uh, Matt Dillon. Yeah. East Richards. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Wild Things. Were... Carmen Electra from Cincinnati. Sharon'sville, Ohio was her birthplace. But... She had a real
1: name. I always like to look up the real names because it's it's never something cool like Carmen Electra. Right, that's that is a great I'm name.
0: De- it like yeah, it's definitely a real name. Mary Smith, Tara Lee Patrick—that's <laughs> <laughs> a real name. Uh, she she was uh, tried to have a career as a singer. She moved to Minneapolis and met Prince, and he produced her debut album. And then she went to Los Angeles after that.
1: So, Steve, you have a you have a pretty good track record. I know you you've done a lot of shows in your life. Have you ever thought about? So, if you were to make it big, have you ever thought about a stage name?
0: Stevie Wonder, obviously. I don't know. Well, I mean, Stevie D. I had, like, Fat Daddy D. Uh, I feel like that's more of, like, an Instagram That's name. like an Instagram handle. Uh, I, I mean, uh, you know, I got the Italian last name. definitely ethnic. Would you ever add an O? De Blasio? De Blasio. That's the uh, mayor of New York City, Bill De Blasio. Bill De Blasio, yeah. There's a De Blasio Ford in New York City, a big... Big time uh, dealer,
1: of, yeah. Steve, something sharp and quick. I, you know, tension grabbing. Steve
0: McKnight. Steve <laughs> McKnight. If you can get some kind of alliteration, Steve Thunder. Steve. Steve's. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie Santori. Stevie uh, Stevie Stardust. Steve Silk. Steve Silk. (laughs) Steve. (laughs) Steve Silk. Laying him down. Steven Stevens. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal, That one's already
1: taken. Ah, Stephen King. Combining music and sports for a second here. Alright. Crossover sensation. John Daly won the British Open in 95. Also. So he was an infamous golfer for smoking cigarettes on the, on the uh, course while he was playing in tournaments until they outlawed that. But he was the Billy, the Happy Gilmore before there was Happy Gilmore. Right. Big long blonde mullet. He also has a couple music albums he put out, and they're not bad. They're not
0: bad. So Daily. is he write mostly about golf in his albums? Yeah, the dude's uh, got music albums. I, I yeah. saw he teamed up with yeah. uh, Darius Rucker from Hootie and the Blowfish. No,
1: Daly can play, man. Um, Steve Martin can play. Kurt Russell had a music album at one point. Uh, Martin Vizquel had a- Ed Helms does bluegrass, right? A lot of musicians carry over into the acting yeah, world. Ed Helms is a talented banjo player for sure. Yes, yeah, he's, his band is good, man. Dude can play nah, band, it up. And John Daly, huh. dude, he just
0: released an album. Keanu Reeves is in a band. Yep. Yep.
2: Stepping up to the T. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so Gangster's Paradise was huge that year. It was number one on the top 100. And uh, Tupac? Uh,
1: Coolio. 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 Dude, I remember the Amish Paradise. There is, like, yeah. making the big news that... Yeah. People were blasting Amish
0: Paradise in Amish country. I know, country and I know. It's so strange. Amish I still paradise. remember the, the lyrics. Weird Al, he made that song bigger even than it was, and it was already a number one. As I well? walk through the valley
1: where I harvest my grain And take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain But that's just perfect for an Amish like me You know what, Sean, fancy things like electricity. Impressive.
0: So good. Impressive. Uh, the, uh, the one line I liked in that is... Uh, I'm the pious guy the little omelets wanna be like on my knees day and night scoring points for the afterlife (laughs) little little omelets that's what he calls them the omelets omelets. young Amish boys and girls are omelets great (laughs) (laughs) so boys I think we're uh, wrapping it up we're uh, we're thoroughly uh, inebriated at this point this is a lot of fun so I'll say there's a lot to talk about in 1995 a lot happened we could probably go on for multiple hours talking about, it's yeah. a nostalgic time for us. Pure nostalgia. We were young, we were wild, the we were free. lives out of us. There was eight so eight much going old. on. Right, the world yeah. was your oyster. The Browns, the Browns left town. Yeah, that, that was, was their sad. last season. I cried season. my eyes out. Young Tom Hewitt.
1: Andre Agassi Pete Sampras Dueling That's in a big thing yeah, they, they faced each other Head to Post head Post Malone Was born in 95 Wow right? Think about that I've been born in Blackburn Rovers Won the Premier League title For the first time In 80 years
0: Wow Supplanting uh, Manchester United It was really A big year For pop culture And uh, obviously The OJ trial We touched on that A little bit But Yeah And that was a Really 94 mostly yeah. But um, That was A uh,
1: that was the start of the Kardashians. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bobby Kardashian. <laughs> uh,
0: which uh, one of the Kardashians was born in '95? I believe. Which one? Bert. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, one of the uh, females. Who's really Kylie? Was it Kylie? I believe. I believe it was one of them. I do love them, Kardashians. Oh. But um. You know, ultimately, um, you know, 95 was a great year. A very very, uh, formative year for all of us. uh,
1: One janitor says to the other, let's keep this... Let's keep this clean. Yeah. Let's keep it
0: going. we like to keep a nice, clean podcast <laughs> yeah. here. Right. So, uh, you know, uh, we're going to see what, what develops here. We, we'll try. We know other janitors, other people who have who've worked as janitors who are also artists. And hey, we've got, we've got, other, we got 94 to yeah. hit. We got, got we got big years. 2016, you know, right. some big sports, music. I don't remember what happened. The There's so much 80s. we could hit. And who knows what this podcast could become, but all I know is... We're talking janitors we're talking music we're talking sports we're talking arts we're talking whatever comes our way yeah you know because janitors do all those things janitors know it all yeah you know, there's, ele- there's a big election coming up right. janitors have a big stake. yeah janitor- they can vote, right you know janitors right. have rights right. janitors so, clean the damn country yeah yeah i mean this country Especially is with covid going on the job on, is guys. in this our like, form this is yeah. the time janitors are point. sanitizing mm-hmm. they're making sure so everything is sterile right. in this environment. Janitors right. are more important than ever. A janitor at a hospital right now yeah. saving lives. Essential Essential worker. Yeah, yep. I mean, we were a part of the essential workforce. We were. At one point. At a time, yeah. Six twenty-five an hour. Yeah. I think i making less than that. Five something. You know, just because you're a janitor doesn't mean you don't know something about culture. Right? So. Right. No, it doesn't mean you know. you're missing teeth. No. No. You can get dentures if, you, if, you, you know, if they fall out. You're working with a lot of chemicals. Some of the tattoos you see, too, are, you know, again, the
1: artistic side of being a janitor. You, you see a lot of tribal design, uh, barbed wire, yeah. Tat- floral t- pants, tattoo of a, a lot of names pants. of jaded lovers. A
0: tattoo of a mop and a bucket. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's that, too. I will say... <laughs> <laughs> It's been, it's been fun. It's been fun Pretty hanging great. out with you guys, Pretty talking great. talking 95, talking our childhood, talking being a custodian.
1: It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for having and, us. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, it, w- it was a pleasure. We're going to see where this thing can go, and uh, we're going to revisit some more years, perhaps revisit some more content. And uh, we hope that you, uh, that you come back and join us as we explore the wonderful world of being a janitor, music, sports. And pop culture, It's been alive, and we're gonna we're gonna play you out with a song from The Jobs. What's what's the uh, what's the single, guys? It's
1: called, it's called Transmission play. Radio. It comes out on August twenty eighth.
0: So check it out. Thanks for thanks for stopping by. To the old Custodial Arts Podcast. You have a good night, everybody. Clean it up. Clean it up. <laughs> What's the deal with steel wool? <laughs> it isn't steel. It isn't wool. We got a puker on aisle five. Good night, everybody.
2: Shadow.